When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Hello and welcome to the MLS UK show. I'm Henry Hewitt once again from Spain and this time I'm joined by... Elliot Holman, hello there. I, uh, I'm back. It feels like my first podcast in a very long time. Because it has been. It's been a month since you've been with us. We've done a month of interviews. Uh, but anyway, we'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, what everyone wants to know is how was the honeymoon? How was Bali? Did you get manage to watch much MLS while you were out there? Oh, loads of MLS because... MLS mornings, the time zone is so good. Um, you get Premier League mornings in, in America, but highly recommend Bali for, for MLS mornings, just as the sun's rising, sat and watched Orlando, so good. Um, but yeah, had the best time, met such lovely people. Um, like, r- seriously, everybody in Bali was incredible and we saw some amazing sights and actually just chilled out loads as well, which is really unheard of for me, so... Um, yeah, but back to it. We've got stuff to do. Yeah, back to your garage in Derby. Uh, the delights, the glamour of Derby. Um, but we will be back doing a full episode next week. So I can't wait for that. But first, we need to complete our month of interviews. So far, we've heard from Danny Higginbottom, Andrew Wiebe, uh, Drew Yearwood of New York uh, Red Bulls last week. And now to round it off, is Jack Elliott from Philadelphia Union. Now, I mean, I could have done it, Elliot. I've got to give you an extra week off uh, before we come back to it. But there is a very important reason uh, why you were the perfect man to do this interview, and that is? My name is Elliot Jack, 
I'm Elliot Jack Holman. My middle name is Jack after my granddad. Um, so it, it, yeah, it just seemed right, didn't it? And um, you know, when you sign up for things on Facebook, like I was Elliot Jack on Facebook. So um, for example, my account, um, online account that we get takeaway delivered from, um, they'll, they do surname, then uh, first name. So it always says Jack Elliot. So he's like a delivery for Jack Elliot. I just go along with it. Um, so yeah, it seemed, it seemed perfect written in the stars. Yeah, although if it was for the way he's been playing, if it wasn't a delivery for Jack Elliott, you'd be taking the Chinese and kicking it away. Uh, and <laughs> it wouldn't go anywhere near your house. So you're right. Uh, yeah, now it's time to hear how Elliot got on interviewing uh, Jack Elliott at the Philadelphia Union. Um, just briefly, you can in- you can introduce this. I've done enough work this month, but what shall we expect from it? Um, I really enjoyed this because it was different. Um, whenever I've interviewed a, a, an MLS player, they've been at home, they've been chilling on a day off. Um, Jack had just finished training. He, so he was still at the training facility at Philadelphia. Uh, he did the interview in the media room um so really grateful to the club for setting that up and and he just finished training and i asked what he got up to and he gave us a really nice insight so enjoy mls uk show with elliot holman and henry hewitt it's the mls uk show i'm elliot holman or uh, i should use my middle name which is jack i'm elliot jack and i'm very happy to welcome jack elliot to the show thank you very much for joining us uh welcome thank you for having me not confusing at all. Um, you're uh, a little more famous than me and a lot better at football than me. Um, how are you doing? Have you, have you just finished training? Yeah, we just finished uh, a little bit ago. Had lunch and uh, now I'm in here. Nice. Okay. Um, well, we'll try not to take up too much of your, of your day. But um, I'm, I love that you're, you're kind of there now at, at Philadelphia. That's really cool for us because normally people are just like chilling at home. What what went on in training? You don't have to give away any secrets, but what did you work on today? I, I'm genuinely interested. Uh, today it was a it was a pressing day, uh, high load day, so it was a, it was a tough one. So if I'm a bit bit off the ball, it's because I'm still tired. <laughs> okay, well I won't press you too much. I promise. <laughs> um, you're you're in an elite club of players that have played, um, you know, born here in the UK and and are now applying your trade over in the states. Um, it's really exciting to chat to you. It feels like it's been a long time coming. Loads of people have asked us to chat to you. So I know this is going to be a well-watched episode. A lot of people are going to be interested in this. Do you have to spend all of your time convincing people in Britain that MLS is great? Because that's what I feel like my life is all about. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad someone's someone's taken that burden. Uh, I sort of, I keep myself to myself. If people, if people don't want to disrespect the league and, and stuff like that, then They've, they've never watched it properly, so um, it's one of those. But I'm, I'm glad someone's fighting a good fight. <laughs> yeah, we, um, we're into season five now. And do you know what? If, if we're going to be honest about it, when we started to now is an incredible journey. Not for us, for the, for the league. Like where it was even just five years ago versus now is genuinely incredible. You'll know that more than most, but... Um, just seeing it from this side of the pond, obviously we're getting more and more coverage over here. Um, goals on Sunday on Sky start showing, uh, you know, MLS MLS games. Maybe more specifically uh, the Philly game at the weekend for various reasons. Um, but uh, there's certainly been so much more coverage. So it's really, really cool for us to see the, the progression. Um, obviously, I want to talk about your success in MLS in a bit. But first, can you take us back to to the start of your career in England and, and how it all came about for you? Yeah, I mean, I was uh, mainly played 
amateur youth. I was in Fulham's academy for, for a year when I was really young and small. I was, I think, 12, 13. Um, and then I was uh, released from there and, and went on to just just play Sunday league and play with my school team. And you know, that's playing three three times a week at least, Wednesday almost, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and then as I got older, uh, 15, 16, I, there was a, a men's team associated with, with my high school. So I started playing playing with them on Saturday afternoons too. Um, and that's actually where I was scouted to, to go to college. Um, I was scouted by a guy who, who was at uh, West Virginia, the college that I ended up going to. And he, he saw me play while he was back. He was back playing in the same games as me and he saw me playing and um, he asked me if I wanted to, to go and go and join uh, West Virginia and, and take that opportunity to like, continue playing football at a good level um, and get, a, get an education too. So, uh, I mean, I jumped at the idea I was, and was, I never looked back from there and um, spent three, three and a half years in, in West Virginia, um, played full college and, you know, the facilities and, and uh, everything is, is great about the system. It's, it's almost a professional level with the facilities that are there, um, the nutritional stuff, like the weight room stuff, um, all that kind of, all the infrastructure and everything is is great and and the competition's good um but then after that i got drafted to the philadelphia union uh, i came here and you know i've not looked back since i was 2017 march january march 2017 i was yeah. drafted in january and then signed in uh, around march or february yeah so when you when you go over to college uh, are you aware that it's a it's kind of a well-trodden path that you play college and then there's the potential of, of MLS? Was that even on your mind or was it purely just to play some football? Um, it was it was both. I was obviously there was that in, in the back of my mind. Um, I never put all my eggs in that basket, obviously knowing how, how difficult it would be. Um, but I think when I got there and, and kept advancing, I, I thought, you know, it's definitely something I could do. Um, and then at the end of my time at West Virginia, I got the chance to go to the draft and and Philly took a pun on me as well. And I'm still here years later. And you, you, do you know what? You've you've been there a, a long while for, a, for, for what is an MLS player. You know, normally we see a, a lot of trades, a lot of movement. What we, the first interview we ever did years ago was with Mo Adams and he got drafted to, to Chicago and he told us that there was like, it's crazy. Like he genuinely didn't know which club he was going to go to. For you, do you know that there was other clubs interested? Um, I saw at the draft, you get like, you have, you have interviews and stuff. I was, I was never a high prospect or anything and, you know, seeing three games over four days in, in the draft or whatever it is, it's, you, you don't see an awful lot yeah. unless you're a worldie or whatever. Um, so I was, I got uh, talked to by Colorado and Philadelphia. So um, I guess those are the two teams looking and 
in the end, Philadelphia just just took me in well in the fourth round. So I just said, why not? Let's let's see what you got. So you, when when you get drafted, obviously it's amazing. It's 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 a massive moment in in your career, and it's turned out to be a really important one. But in that actual moment, you know that there's obviously the steal where you know you you might be getting some game time. Were you at that point? Are you thinking? I might come on a sub a few times or are you genuinely like I'm going to play first team football this first year like I'm going to I'm going to play I'm going to get minutes uh yeah well when I first got here I felt confident um I felt good in in my football abilities compared to the people that were here and compared to to other players and I think that that was important for me to to see that I like making the step I can mix it and like it's my skill level is on par with them and, and stuff like that. Um, so I just came and you know, I played my game and for the start I was um, I was playing centre midfield for a while just just because like, I played centre back and centre midfield and I thought oh, I'd play a few games for a steal but then it's obviously the circumstances and, and chance which can help to to help me break through and uh, I think the, my first season we didn't we didn't start amazingly and then four or five games in uh, one of the centre backs got concussion in the first first half against DC away um, and I think we may we may have already been two 0 down at the time so I, I came on. No, nothing to lose. So I just no pressure. On. Yeah, came on and played, and I think we may have, we might have lost two one in the end. But um, I played well and saw again that I can I can handle the level and and play at the level, and that you know, was important for me um, to see uh, personally. And then I think for the coaches as well, they also saw that I was I was someone that could handle that level, handle the pressure, and. You know, it, it makes it easier to to make the decision when it comes um, to allow me to start and whatnot. I think after that game, I played for the Steel, Bethlehem Steel, um, and I played centre midfield. And I was just, <laughs> I was just sitting in the middle of the pitch. I was getting the ball and just spraying it. Like it was just one of those games. It was just so much fun <laughs> because I yeah. think in the first. First fifteen minutes, uh, one of their players got a, a red card, so it was even, even, even better for me to just, I was just dropping in and just spraying it either way, and I just had a good game in there. And then I think the next week it was uh, um, Jim told me that like they were looking to start me against New York City, and I was like, I was I was so excited, and and I was like, oh, f- I can't believe it. And then I started thinking, I was like, oh. F- uh, mind if I swear or not? No, no, you swear away. Yeah, no, I was, was like, oh, um, that, that's that's David Villa's team, isn't it? In my head, I was like, oh, that'll be a good one to start on. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, again, I had a, a solid game aside from the the goal that everyone remembers. Um, yeah. But I think. Within within the first thirty minutes, he was about to spin in behind me. I had to chop him down and take a yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> so it was uh, it was definitely it was it was a great great occasion for me. And I, again, I had 
a, a solid game and um, one of those ones I just continue to play on from there and like playing against someone who's who's won, done what he's done, won the World Cup, Euros, um, and being able to to deal with him enough uh, that he's having to score from from the halfway line. <laughs> I I genuinely I genuinely remember these you know the, the DC game the, the New York game because back then it was a big deal that that we had a a British player playing in, in MLS now it's obviously it's more common it's getting more and more common um but I'm glad you you touched on David Villa because that was then for you you know you you came into MLS and you're like I've got to deal with David Villa but now like you know kids are getting drafted out of college and they're having to deal with you know, even more, there's MLS is growing and growing and there's now so much talent in there. It, it must be pretty daunting. Some of the names you can line up against. Um, and, and we hear so much, there's, there's kids, you know, lining up in the same team or, or against players that they idolized in the Premier League, like 10 years ago when they were growing up. It's, it's a mad league. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was me against Avia. That's me against quite a few players that I've played against, um, Playing against Rooney was was an incredible experience too. I've watched him since I was I was young, <laughs> ten yeah. years old, and uh, there's me playing against him. Um, and then playing against him again at the weekend is it was pretty surreal. Uh, the first time and there's tons of other players, and it's just it's a crazy experience. The, this podcast is is we tend not to focus too specifically on on particular games, but I. I I cannot not ask you about the weekend. You know, you just mentioned Wayne Rooney as, as, as an idol growing up and then that happened at the weekend. Um, talk me through your feelings about that game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously a great game for us. Um, started off a bit, started off not too well in the first 15 minutes. Um, could have conceded uh, and that could have changed the game for, for everyone, but we stuck with it and, you know, ended up, coming away 6-0 and, you know, doing, beating them 6-0 and 7-0 in one season, not something that you really expect to happen. Um, but I think it, it speaks a lot to our team now, um, especially in, in the past month or two, we've been ruthless. Um, and I think continuing on, that's, that's something that we're going to look to be doing. Absolutely. Um, the last uh, interview I did was with Liam Ridgewell and uh, he named Dom Dwyer as the player he liked playing against the most because he had a bit of rough and tumble with him. Or, uh, who, are the, who are the players that you kind of look forward to the challenge of, but you don't particularly relish it at the time? Um, let me think. So that's, a, that's an interesting question. There's a lot. There's a lot of good players. I like... Um, Joseph Martinez is also always a good, good battle. He's he's a, a very good player. Um, off the ball, he's, his movements incredible, and you know it's a challenge. And the challenge is something that I like. And you know it's it's always good good feeling if he doesn't score. I think you've got him in an aerial battle. I think you're all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I think I win most of those most of those duels, but. He, <laughs> He can jump to be fair to him, and he's got a bicycle stick <laughs> on him too. So uh, you gotta be wary of that, getting your head knocked off. That's true. Um, what about what about players you've lined up alongside? Um, you know, Philly players. 
even just in the last five years alone, that there's been some real, real talent from um, coming through at, at Philly. Who are who have been the best that you've played with? Yeah, I mean, when I when I first got drafted, um, was playing with Gucci Onyewu and Moedu, who I'd watched growing up in week out because I'm a Rangers fan and I'd see them score some some like very important goals for Rangers. So I was a huge fan of him. He was like a cult hero at, at Rangers. And, you know, I was I was definitely on on board with that. So that was another like surreal thing for me to to come into a club with with a, with guys like that. And obviously Ale, who I'm still playing with now, I watched him when he was at Rangers and I known about yeah. him and like been playing on FIFA with these guys <laughs> like, <laughs> like 10 years ago, just like playing career mode and stuff like that is is crazy i spoke to chris Mueller and he said that when nanny arrived he had to give him his shirt number and he said it was like a genuine pleasure because he used to like when he played in the park as a kid like he you know like when you're messing around you do commentary of goals and stuff he'd be like nanny and he's like and now he's just joined the club and i'm having to give him my number like it's something special about like when it's someone like when you've supported rangers and you know, you're playing with these legends. It's so cool. That's why we love MLS. Yeah. And then obviously the recent player, they have like Aaron Brendan, who's doing so well right now and happy to see and just quality players all around. Harris, Medinian, also a very, very top quality player. One of the, one of the best technical players I've ever seen um, on the ball. And, you know, it's even, even players that a lot of people don't, don't necessarily know about um are just so good um, and you know make the league what it is today as well i think there's a lot of players out there that are really good that aren't that haven't come from from uh, europe or the big teams um and have added so much to the league and, and are scary to play against when you have to come up against them I'd, I'd have to agree. I think obviously um, a lot of attention goes on the DPs. A lot of attention goes on the the attacking players, the big names who have played in the Premier League. But you can easily watch uh, an MLS game between two teams, you know, maybe in the Western Conference over here, it's three, four in the morning. And, you know, the, you, they'll, they'll be a, uh, I don't know, someone playing CDM that's just absolutely running the game that no one's really paid any attention to before. I, d- I love I love seeing people thrive amongst all these massive names. It's so cool. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that is really cool. And there's a lot of them. Just the quality level of the league is just the the base of it has just gone up and the, the ceiling of it's gone up even further too. So I don't mind admitting that I've been fairly critical recently in the last year or so of there's been a lot of players leaving to go to Europe I personally my personal opinion it's not Jack's opinion uh is that it's been too soon like they're going too early and I don't I I know there's other motivations I know it's dream moves for some players but one of them that certainly worked out you just mentioned his name Brendan Aronson there the 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 top two games for me at the weekend was Philly DC and of course, Leeds United, uh, where Brendan just absolutely ran the game. It was unbelievable. Um, tell me about this kid, because we've all watched him in MLS. We all know how good he is. But how nice is it to see someone go to the Premier League, actually get minutes, and then prove everybody 
wrong essentially about about MLS and about this league that we love the, the guy is just incredible yeah he's it's it's great to see um and he's a he's a great kid and was always always willing to learn even though you can see he's good and I think when you're that good you know you know you're that good but he's he was always willing willing to to learn and ask questions it was a really humble kid that, that just worked hard and and got on with it and you know that's why he's where he is and obviously a, a great player that's that's grown a lot um he's added goals assists final passes to his game um which obviously when you're younger is is it's difficult but he's he's added it in such a short space of time that it's it's incredible to see um and yeah it's 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 great to see and obviously the other players that have come from MLS in the, in that team too with Harrison and and Adams yeah. too um it's 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 nice to see um that that you know it, it works out um and you know the league produces good talent and it's like good to almost prove people wrong uh, who don't want to give these people a chance yeah absolutely um are you getting him to have a word in Jesse's ear and say do you need a center back at all <laughs> uh, maybe 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 later yeah um uh, I, I to be fair t- uh, it looks like Chelsea were more in need of a center back than uh than Leeds at the weekend um we it's fair to say obviously um this season it's going pretty well you guys um you know sitting top of the east second in the shield um you know you just told me you've had a tough training session Jim's obviously still working you guys hard what's what it sounds a stupid question but I'm being serious what is the target for for this season because I know some managers won't let you think too far ahead are you genuine are you going for the shield yeah, I think it's still still in contention. Obviously, we take care of our own business, um, and then you know whatever happens happens. But I mean, the main thing for us is just taking care of our business and and continuing to to play well and and continuing to win and really securing the top spot in in the East and let the West take care of itself and. You know, and however that shakes out, I mean, it's it's not in our hands anymore. Um, but what is is our performance and and how we finish the season. Only four games lost this season. As someone playing your position, you must be pretty happy with that. Ah, uh, yeah, it's, it is. Uh, it's, it's an achievement, and the the clean sheets and the goals, the goals against us have is something that we we take pride in as a team and. You know, as a centre back, um, it's it's one of your your top priorities. But uh, it's a it's really a team a team thing for us. If if there's not everyone working to it, then it's tough to to really deal with the players that are in this league. And um, yeah, there's some really really top talents that can hurt you if everyone's not on the same page. And the the, the the traveling is something that a lot of people don't really take into account if they've not watched a lot of the league before, if they don't know a lot about MLS. When you're sitting top of the East, I bet it's much easier to, you know, get a midweek flight over to the West and go and perform than when you're languishing at the bottom, struggling for confidence. It, the travel must be such a massive part of what you guys go through. 
Yeah, it's is, and then traveling to to different climates too, and altitudes and all that kind of stuff is it, it certainly is um it is tough. And last week we played at home, and then I played to Dallas. Um, got to Dallas, and it's 100 degrees, 35 to 40 Celsius, and then. Um, after Dallas fly straight home, you get home at four o'clock in the morning and you got another game in two get in two days in DC, uh, which thankfully wasn't as hot as that. Um, but you know, it's it's a mental and a physical battle to to get get your body right and in your head to know that your body's right to be able to, to perform again. You get you get home at four AM, you've got a two day break and then Jim's still got you pressing like mad the next morning. <laughs> Yeah, you know, sometimes sometimes the the Saturday one after the Wednesday is the is it is the easier easier thing in in your head knowing that you got a week in between the next one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just before I let you go, I've got to ask you about Jim. Um, he's been there the whole time. I've been fascinated with MLS and and doing this podcast, and he seems like he's really put his stamp on the club from from top to bottom. What what's it been like working with him and? How important has it been for your game and, and what's he helped you develop? Yeah, he's uh, obviously a, a great coach that has, has done great things here and uh, him being a centre-back has, has helped helped me specifically. Uh, obviously, I was fairly young and inexperienced when I got here and, you know, he like he, he's taught me things about, about playing centre-back and, you know, as a, as a professional as a whole uh, that have have brought me here today and um you know it's it's something that uh that that has helped me to become um a center back in in this league and and continue to perform every week uh and i i know he trusts in in me and and that's that's something that uh, is important and knowing that mistakes are sometimes going to be made but you know he's he's always got your back and uh, and support you in that uh, I've, um, I can definitely tell, you know, the, the, with the stamp that he's put on the club, the way that every, you know, that goal, the, the Leeds goal was literally a Jim Curtin goal coming from the press. Um, he's really, really put his stamp on everything. So um, really, really impressive. We wish you guys a lot of luck for the rest of the season. Um, I know LAFC get a lot of attention because they've got a lot of Galacticos, but um, I think we like the way Philly play. We like, we like seeing what you guys do. So uh, best of luck. All right. Cheers, mate. MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. So there we go. Jack Elliot being interviewed by Elliot Jack. Uh, how was that, Elliot? Getting back into the swing of things? Uh, yeah, I, I feel like it was okay. There was a lot of pressure. You'd done like three really good interviews. I was listening on my honeymoon. I was watching them on the plane on YouTube. Um, so the pressure was on, but um, I really enjoyed it. He gave us some really good insight. He's obviously loving life at Philadelphia. He feels at home. Um, you know, he's from the from the draft, broken straight into that team, and never looked back. And obviously, understandably, loves working under Jim Curtin. And even though he does get them working hard with that press, yeah. Well, when I spoke to Danny Higginbottom off air, he said about Jack Elliott, and he said he's such a great guy. And um, I mean, funnily enough, we actually got offered this separately to that. I don't know whether they'd watched the Danny Higginbottom interview and been impressed, but uh, yeah, when we got offered, I was like, no, this is, yeah, this is no no problems with this. He seems a great guy. I've been told some great stuff about him. And then to, uh, you know, to hear your interview then, it's, uh, 
yeah, it was uh, really a good interview to end our month of interviews on, wasn't it? Yeah, we even uh, we got. Well, I call it passion because uh, we got some uh, some bad language from Jack as well, uh, which is really good for the kids, uh, in- inspiring for the kids. Um, but yeah, really, really good insight. Um, really enjoyed speaking to him. And uh, yeah, it was time to time to get back to the usual drivel, I think. Yeah, so next week we're back with a first full episode in about a month. Nothing's happened in MLS since then. It's not been we've not had record goal weekends, teams no. winning six or seven nil, uh, teams getting beat six or seven nil. English, uh, you know, uh, new English head coach is coming in and, and not doing quite as well as we would have hoped. Nothing has happened at all. So I'm sure we'll have a. And nothing to talk about next week. Yeah, teams signing players from Barcelona. Ah, none of it. <laughs> none, nothing interesting. Um, but yeah, we'll be back with the usual nonsense next week. We will. If you've enjoyed our month-long interviews, uh, actually month of interviews, they've not been month-long. They may seem it with, <laughs> with some of the stuff we've been saying. Uh, but if you've enjoyed our month of interviews, then please leave a rating and a review on your podcast provider. But there's one rule and one rule only, Elliot. Five stars only. LA Galaxy style. That's right. Also on YouTube, please uh, subscribe, click the notification bell, uh, like the videos as well, because that really means a lot. And uh, yeah, if you do subscribe, then you'll know as soon as we drop another episode. Uh, But until then, I've been Henry Hewitt. I've been Elliot Holman. Hi, it's lovely to be back. Thanks for having me. And all I've got to say from Spain, once again, adios. Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.